if it is or if it ain't, it's gonna come out. everybody it's your girl miracle sims and you are listening to god sex and love your daily notes of inspiration and juice ah, it is <laughs> september the 15th 2022 and today the topic is out of order Woo, y'all well <laughs> happy wednesday no it's today thursday yeah happy thursday y'all happy thursday everybody I hope that you all had a great Wednesday. Mine was just fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, there were some significant things that happened yesterday, some good conversations. Um, <laughs> oh, my mind is so engulfed in today's topic. But um, I do want to let you all know, because they kind of go hand in hand, that um, we added another playlist to the God, Sex, and Love YouTube channel. Um, I don't know, I really felt led to start creating like prayer and meditation. And so, um, yesterday I recorded and uploaded our very first prayer and meditation. Um, you know, so yeah, so you guys can go and check out that playlist. Um, hopefully we'll be adding more really soon. Um, I started with women <laughs> um the topic for the first one is women um it's kind of inspired by the proverbs 31 woman and yeah yeah I, i'm kind of i'm kind of proud of it I, I think it you know came out pretty well um and pretty good overall um yeah yeah so hopefully that you you know you all can enjoy that if you just want something to meditate on or need something to just kind of play while you're sleeping or something like that i mean i guess that's what this new playlist will be dedicated to content such as that and yeah i feel like this this first topic of the proverbs 31 woman or women in general um was a good one just because like which I guess leads me to the topic today. <laughs> but just because, like, there's this narrative that the Bible suppresses women and and everything like that. And for me, it's a little bit frustrating to continue to hear that because it's like, anybody that says that to me, it's like, okay, well, it seems like you're not really reading the Bible. <laughs> just the observation, in my humble opinion, of people that have that perspective because... When I read the Bible, I see plenty of empowered women. I see plenty of women in uh, a variety of positions. Um, I mean, yes, obviously in the position of wife and mother and daughter and things like that. But, you know, I've seen why, uh, you know, women that were queens. I saw women that were judges. I saw women that were prophetess and, and all these other things where, you know, even the women that were evangelists. 
and you know, all these positions and whatnot, where it's like, you know, um, I see the Bible tells me that I have authority over my husband's body, um, as a wife. Um, and yeah, so there's plenty of authority that women have, right? And, um, there's plenty of leadership and whatnot that women have. It's just that from what my little humble opinion and observation is that it seems as if we, we just aren't pleased or, or content with the positions that we are given. Um, some of us, some of us don't seem to be, um, now on one hand, it doesn't seem to be like, uh, something that is like new or foreign or, you know, uh, I'm not confused as to why, you know, we don't seem to be happy in the position that God has given us, um, which I feel like there's some verses that kind of uh, directly uh, addresses that. But at the same time, um, I mean, again, I guess this leads me to the topic of today, which <laughs> the Lord gave me <laughs> out of order. Um <laughs> Um, and, and there's some Pope, there's some Pope in these verses. I mean, you know, honestly, uh, I've been kind of just going back and forth with this topic for a while, because again, I, I know I say here all the time, it's like, I want to make sure that I'm in order, right? Like, you know, I, I don't want to be out here doing something that's going to, you know, cause people to stumble versus, you know, bring people closer to Christ and everything like that. And so, you know, I'm familiar with the verses that uh, people use to quote unquote suppress women, you know, uh, you know, and everything like that. Um, and what I'm reading is more, more so geared towards the church in particular, like the and everything like that. But still, you know, um, I get it that, you know, there might be some things we don't like. Right. Some things that are what I call pulp that we don't either fully understand or don't like that the Bible says. But, um, from what I'm seeing, <laughs> um, just again, 36 years on earth making observations, you know, it just seems like, um, I guess I can see the results of things being out of order, you know? Um, and so that's the topic today. <laughs> so, um, that's where the inspiration came from. Basically, um, yeah, I did a prayer meditation. I barely remember it. I woke up. Um, I still don't know why my alarm is not, I'm not waking up at four for the past few days. So I don't know what's going on with that, but the Lord is obviously still waking me up. And I mean, even though, yes, I'm recording much later than I usually do. Um, because <laughs> by the time, you know, I guess I got the confirmation that this was what's going to be the subject today. And then like reading all the verses and trying to make sure I had a good understanding to even share on here, you know, and everything like that. Cause Again, there's still some things I don't fully understand, but then, you know, there's things that I, I think are pretty, pretty clear. So let's get into it, y'all. I mean, this might be pulp. You might not like it, but here you go. <laughs> Genesis 3 and 16, it says, to the woman, he said, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. In pain, you shall bring forth children your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. Now, I mean, obviously, you know, I can have some commentary as a mother, you know what I'm saying, and everything like that in regards to the pain 
that, uh, you know, the Lord bestowed upon us based on Eve's transgression, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, I think what stands out to me the most in this verse is the latter portion. The part that talks about, uh, it says, your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. Now, I didn't go deeper to redefine um, desire and all of that. But to me, like when I think about that part, it, it, I think this is the reason why we take issue with the position that we are in now. You know what I mean? Like, like God has given men or husbands in particular. So, cause let's be clear there. God has given <laughs> husbands, right? Um, authority over their wives, um, under Christ. Right. Um, and we might not like that. Wives, we might not like that. Now, does that mean that every man has authority over every woman? I don't think so, because I think it's clear saying husband and wife. And then a lot of the times it's saying husband over their own wife, wife, um, and not why, you know what I mean? Like, not uh, men over women. It's not saying man has authority over women. Um, that verse even, let's just read it for what it is. So it says, and your husband, uh, and he shall rule over you. So, I mean, clearly again, this is for husbands and wives, you know, and everything like that. Um, but what does this mean? Right. What does this mean? Well, <laughs> again, we can go deeper with all of this and just ask the Lord, you know, what he's, you know, you can ask him why, you know, well, Lord, why did you do this? But, I mean, I think it's pretty clear. I mean, Eve overstepped the boundary of allowing the serpent to trick her and coerce her into doing what God told them not to do. And then, in turn, she turned around and pretty much convinced Adam to do the same. And so, uh, it seems to me that God just automatically, you know, was like, look, because of this, right, your husband's going to be, quote unquote, then here it says rule over you, right? Because, and it could be a, like a little, how, how do you say like a double-edged sword in a way where it's like, hey, husband, you have to rule over your wife. And that on one hand, that sounds like, oh, you know, oh, he's ruling over me. But like, when you really, really go deeper about like what it is to be a husband, right and, and and what that means and what what that looks like um even just yesterday we were talking about the good shepherd um was that the bible verse of today yesterday um i believe it was yeah the good shepherd it says gives his life for his sheep um and the bible tells the husband to love the wife as christ loved the church if christ the good shepherd gave his life for his sheep, I mean, what is it telling the husband to do, right? And so, you know, on one hand, it's like, oh, you know, oh, the husband is in authority over me, X, Y, and Z, but, you know, there's a lot that the husband is sacrificing, even maybe up to his life um, for his wife and, and family and whatnot. So just things to think about, just random things to think about. I mean, you know, I didn't even think about that this morning when I was doing doing this uh obviously you know again i try to pray before this thing and ask the lord to say whatever he want to say through me and so yeah like i mean 
we might take issue with our positions, right? But um, obviously, not just I say as punishment, but like there, these were these positions were created for a reason, from what I'm gathering. But let's keep going. Let's see what else the Bible has to say Whew, about this. First <laughs> Corinthians eleven and three says, "But I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ." The head of a wife is her husband, and the head of Christ is God. Okay, okay, so we're talking about out of order, right? Um, so it says the 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 head of every man is Christ. So uh every man, right, should be following Christ. Now, does that include women? I believe in my humble opinion, I believe that means men and women, right? Every man, you know. Um but, you know, if we want to just look at the word man and just think of men, then okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but then we go to the next phrase. Again, it's something we might not like, but it says it. It says the head of a wife is her husband. Now that, again, does this say the head of uh, of a woman? No. And can we acknowledge that all women aren't wives? Okay, let's acknowledge that. So that, So we're just talking about wives here. And husbands, according to what I'm reading. And so, um, so yeah, if you are a wife, it's saying that the head of you is your husband. Um, but then again, it tells us that the head of every man is Christ. So it's very interesting that it goes back to say that. Um, I mean, excuse me, the head of Christ. Okay, excuse me, excuse me. So my apologies. I, I misspoke there because I just reread the thing over again. I meant to say the head of Christ is God. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, when things get out of order, <laughs> um, I mean, again, I, I don't think yeah, it's, I think we could just literally look and see like what it looks like for this to be out of order. You know, um, I was listening to, uh, brother Marcus, um, and he was speaking with another gentleman last night, I guess about, um. Well, I just happened to see the video last night. I don't know if it was actually not last night that they recorded it. But um, they, they were talking about, like, the men and um, basically, like, you know, how other countries, because, uh, you know, I, obviously I'm here in America, y'all, so. <laughs> um, but they were talking about other countries and how their military and men are um, much different, I guess, from ours today and everything like that. And, um, and how... Uh, nations and whatnot can be easily taken over when the men are uh, weakened, I guess you could say. And so, I mean, again, I know there's a lot that we might not like about all of this. We might not like this idea that, oh, the men, you know, X, Y, and Z. But again, I, I think I've already addressed that it's not that women don't can't be in leadership of some sort. Um, you know, it's not that women, there aren't positions for you, um, you know, and everything like that. It's not that you can't teach and, and everything like that. Cause there's plenty to be done. Like, I mean, you know, I, now listen, now I, I'm not sitting here acting like I'm an expert or something. You know, I'm only what's uh, just about to be year six of marriage for me tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And um, just started motherhood. So I'm only on like year three of that because my son's three at the moment and uh, and everything like that. So on one hand, I'm like, well, Lord, why you got me out here, 
<laughs> talking about this uh, and everything like that. Um, I know a friend of mine was saying like, you know, about, uh, I guess kind of like speaking over my life in regards to me possibly doing some workshops and things. And I'm like, I'm not opposed to doing whatever the Lord wants me to do. That's fine. You know, I can see things, um, especially centered around um, the cultivation period and stuff like that. And I definitely see the importance of uh, women knowing how to be good wives and mothers and everything like that. I mean, um, women, can we take over those positions? Can we, you know, do that? You know what I mean? Can we teach, you know, um, people how to, you know, women, how to be good wives and mothers and how to honor that position. I mean, there's a lot of honor in that position. It's not like, I, for some reason, I guess we, we make light of those positions for some reason. Um, you know, but I, I think it goes back to what that verse said here. It said, it literally tells us in Genesis 16 that, or 316 that, you know, uh, your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. So we might not like that. Right. We're like, oh, you know, and again, that your desire shall be for your husband line. I'm still trying to mentally figure all that out because it's like because to me, when I hear that, it makes me think about women wanting to be in that position of the like the the leadership position that husband that their husband is in now that, that God put their husband in uh, after all of this that happened, you know. Um, that's what it makes me think about. Now, is that accurate or not? I don't know. You know, I, I'm just saying that's what that makes me think about when I read it. Um, and I can see that exercising marriages and, and, and relationships in the way that we, you know, deal with each other as men and women and, and all of that. I definitely see, you know, uh, not all women, not all women. Let's just put that on the table. I can't say all but I could definitely see that there are a lot of women that seem to want to have or want to kind of boss their man around and all these different things. I talked about this way back in the day, y'all, because I was see there in different relationships and I didn't understand it at the time. And I still don't fully understand it either. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm that type of wife. I mean, who knows? Maybe my husband, <laughs> maybe my husband, not say I allow him to have too much authority or something because I'm always like, hey, you know, I don't have a problem with him being the head, you know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem with um, what the Bible says regarding women um, in positions because, again, I because I see plenty of leadership positions. Again, um, for those that listen to the, um, the prayer meditation that was created, um, that Proverbs 31 woman, um, it barely even addresses her husband. It talks about her husband. It mentions her husband in that passage. But it barely, like, talks about him having any authority over her or telling her anything other than, like, praising her. You know what I'm saying? Um, but in there, it talks about her um, buying land. It talks about her, you know, uh, being an entrepreneur of some sort. It, it talks about how she's taking care of her household and, and um, her maidens and, and all these different things where it's just like, I mean, you know, where, how do we, how do we, push this narrative that women don't have authority of some sort. I, I love the verse and I, and I say it all the time on here and I love the verse that tells me that I got authority over my husband's body. You know what I'm saying? Um, are we making light of those positions? Are we making light of those authorities that are given? Um, I think so. I think we're so caught up in titles and, and, um, 
wanting to claim positions that aren't ours, <laughs> um, that we make light of the positions that we actually have and um, to our detriment, right? To the detriment of our future generations and, and everything like that. Um, I wrote down the verses that, you know, are in the Bible that um, refer to women in the church, but I don't even know if I'm, I'm led to read them at this moment. Um, just because, again, I feel like there's just so much focus on what the woman can't do in church, right? That it, it kind of blocks us from what we can do and what we should be doing. Um, again, just because you don't have a certain position in the church doesn't mean that you can't be out here doing ministry, you know what I mean? Doesn't mean that you can't have secular leadership positions. Don't mean that you can't be a teacher or, uh, uh, like I said, I, I don't get her name wrong, but I believe it was Deborah was a judge and, and all these different things. So, I mean, it's, it's not that you don't have positions and you don't have authority of some sort. It's just that certain positions, um, God put men in that position. And, and I mean, again, I, as a woman, I'm okay with that. Um, but I'm a, I won't lie and say that I haven't struggled with this idea. You know, I haven't struggled with trying to figure out, like, well, am I crossing the line to be doing the juice every day? Because I don't know. Are men listening to me? Like, am I, you know, teaching men right now because I'm sharing <laughs> my Bible study? You know, but, um, you know, I think there's a lot that kind of... Um, I mean, I guess gives me peace of mind about that because one, again, this is not a church, okay, <laughs> you know, and also I am not a pastor, you know, or nothing like that, um, so, nor am I claiming to be, so again, you know, can I be out here having a talk show and podcast that just happens to be, you know, me sharing something and, and I don't know if people look at me as an evangelist or teacher, I, I'm not, I don't even really care about any of those titles, I'm just out here trying to do my part with sharing the gospel, right? Trying to do my part with, you know, quote unquote, making disciples or whatever the case is. Um, and I don't know who listens to me, honestly. I don't know. Um, it. <laughs> my stats tell me that there's a lot of men that's listening to me um, on the podcast. But I mean, who, who knows? I don't know. That could be just because, you know, people on Spotify have more men that have their, um, that bought, that actually bought Spotify, you know, it could not be that men are listening to me. It could be that, you know, so I don't know about all of that, you know, and, I, and I've struggled with that while doing this um, because every now and then these type of verses or those verses that people believe that are suppressing women, um, those verses come up and then it makes me wonder, you know, again, you know, if I'm out of order, right, if I'm out of order, but um Hey, regardless of that, again, y'all can read those verses on your own and, and again, work out your own salvation with, free, with fear and trembling regarding that and, you know, ask the Lord for revelation regarding that. Um, but here's just a couple more verses that stood out to me this morning. Um, here's one. It's 1 Corinthians 11, 11. It says, nevertheless, uh, I'll go ahead and say, nevertheless, in the Lord, women, oh, excuse me, woman, is not independent of man, nor man of woman. Now, I don't think I ever really even noticed this verse before. As much as I would peruse this section, right, um, 
And I think my mind would get so caught up or so confused about the whole head covering thing and, and trying to figure out, well, am I supposed to be wearing head covering or what does this mean or and, and all of that. And because I'm like, on one hand, I feel like it's deeper than a, a covering or a cloth over your head. But then at the same time, it seems like it's literally talking about that. I, I think my mind was so engulfed in that that I kept missing this one. And so this actually stood out to me today saying that, you know, that uh, in the Lord now, in the Lord, <laughs> Uh, woman is not independent of man nor man of woman. So, um, and I thought that was interesting um, to reflect on uh, in this conversation of, of out of order. Because um, again, a lot of us, you know, <laughs> we do operate independently and, and whatnot. Um, you know, we we definitely value independence in these days. And I mean, you know, I guess I do too. But um, I don't know, there's also much value in, again, the male and woman, man and woman bond, you know, um, so, yeah, and I don't think that takes away from God's, as you would say, hierarchy regarding, um, us, right, um, and I guess even though I didn't read those verses about the church, right, because, I mean, anybody listening to me, I'm assuming that you are a believer of some sort, right, um, and you may, may notice that there are women in, that in these days, there are women that are in those positions that the Bible tells us that they should not be. Um, so, <laughs> um, all I can say to that is, um, well, um, it seems like to me, like it, even after kind of like reading some different, um, um, articles and then also keep reading these verses over and over again and stuff like that. It seems to me that, you know, these things are happening, uh, yes, because things are out of order, uh, but also because men, right, aren't stepping up and being in their, and, you know, exercising their authority in their positions. If you're the husband, for example, of a woman that is in a position like that the Bible tells us that we should not be in, then you as the husband, that's on you as the husband, as her husband. Um, from what I'm understanding now, you know, again, you might be like, oh, you, you, you were certain authority over me. You're trying to teach me miracle. I'm no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just sharing. With the Bible. I don't know who's listening to me right now. So I'm just sharing what the Bible says. So according to this, it's telling me as I study that the man, the husband of that woman should be correcting that woman. Um, and she should be submitting to him, um, when he does that. Um, and if, if he isn't doing that, then the court, then we're out of order. And that, and I mean, and that's on you husband, you know, <laughs> same for, you know, the other things. I mean, if there aren't men, right. That are stepping up in those positions and, and, and being good stewards of the word and being like this says here, uh, letting Christ be your head, right. Then, uh, then you, sir, are out of order. So then, therefore, then, yeah, the woman is out of order, and then the children are out of order, and all this stuff, you know, yeah, we're out, we're out of order, the whole world. <laughs> the, and it, it's the, yes, the whole world is. But then, um, I mean, it comes back on us as the church as well um, and stuff. Because, again, people that don't believe, like, that, I mean, what do they even know about this? What do they even care about this, you know? Um, but believers, right, you know, uh, this is why we should uh, be in order, right? And so, um, you know, one more thing to think about, y'all. And I'm on. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna let this this go today, <laughs> uh, or whatever. We we'll see what the Lord do, man. You whatever, whatever you want to do, Lord. <laughs> uh, First Corinthians eleven and two. It says, "Now I praise you, brethren, 
that ye remember me in all things and keep the ordinances as I delivered them to you. So, yeah, y'all, I mean, I think we all know that things are out of order. Um, so what are we to do? Well, it seems like we need to, uh, you know, you know, get things in order, you know, all, everyone follow Christ, right? Men or husbands in particular, let Christ be the head, uh, women, the, your husband, your husband, right? Your husband, not all men over women, <laughs> From what I'm understanding now, y'all, correct me if I'm wrong, whatever the case is. Uh, from what I'm understanding, your husband, uh, submit to your husband, right? And um, that's the juice. <laughs> that is the juice today. It might be sour, it might be pulpy, you might not like it, but I don't know. Uh, again, I don't know why the Lord got me talking about it, but hey, here we are. And that's what I studied this morning, and that's the juice. The Bible verse of today is Psalms 85 and 2. It says, Thou hast forgiven the iniquity of thy people, thou hast covered all their sin. Friends, I hope you all enjoyed this juice this morning. Thank you so much for listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. I pray you guys can go forth and have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow on my anniversary, <laughs> if the Lord's will. Bye-bye. Hey y'all, I'm Nyla O'Neill with Anchor Providing the Institute. We're located at 737 South Hill Street in Griffin, Georgia. Look, this program was birthed out of a will to help and push you closer to your dream, customizing each and every learning path for each and every student, giving you hands-on education um, with myself and, and other teammates. We're here to help you and drive you to be the best version of yourself. Look, we are a 12-week program, and it will be vigorous, but it will be worth the work. Put the work in, you will see it in the end. We are dedicated to seeing you not only finish our program, but to get certified. We are an accredited school through the National Phlebotomy Solutions, and we are so ready to meet each and every one of you. Contact us today.